Hi, friend. Thank you for joining us at Pasture Experience Podcast. This podcast, inspired by Psalm 23, is a safe space to be honest with yourself, experience the Trinity on your own pasture journey, and join our soul-nourishing conversations wherever you are on your spiritual path. Thank you so much for joining us. I hope that you feel encouraged and known. I am so honored to be here with the David Arms of David Arms Gallery in Leapers Fork, Tennessee today. David, thank you so much for taking time out of your schedule to be here with us. Oh, thank you. Thanks for asking. Oh, it's it's my honor. I'm like so glad to have a conversation <laughs> with you. Um, I have to tell those that are listening and watching um, just how valuable your space, um, your gallery in Leapers Fork is. When my husband and I were looking at moving out here, we came... Um, my friend, my dear friend Kelly said, you on your way out, you have to stop by David Arms. So we went and it was snowing and we pulled up and I heard the music and um, the, saw the twinkles and the, the pasture behind. And I walked in and um, the first piece that I picked up was the one about um, the, the young girl that wrote about her experience of what heaven was in a dream mm-hmm. and proceeded to ugly cry Um <laughs> And then I came to meet your son-in-law who mm-hmm. said, I'm, an, I'm actually going to marry that girl and learn that it was your daughter. That's right. Um, I can honestly say that I feel like I have experienced God's spirit more in your gallery and in that space um, than any other place. Do you hear that often? <laughs> well, I do. I do. It's, it's quite humbling and yet very fulfilling at the same mm-hmm. time. Um, when I decided to do my own gallery and chose Leaper's Fork and that barn as my space, I kind of joked to my friends saying, I'm going to go to Leaper's Fork and start a church, but there'll be no sign and no steeple. And lo and behold, that's really what's happened. It has become a, a sanctuary and, and a church. And um, I've just been blown away by the response of what God is doing in people in that space. I love that. I love your heart to just create sanctuary right in your community. I mean, that is what we all are hungry for. Mm-hmm. So thank you. Yeah, um, you. Knowing that this this podcast is about inviting people to share their their own spiritual journey in the context of the pasture of Psalm twenty three, where are you most resonating with that those verses, and how are you meeting the shepherd right now in your own season? Yeah. I think it's kind of two places at the same time, um, Stillwater and the banquet table. I, mm-hmm. I feel like I've finally reached a place in life that I'm totally content being still and being quiet. And actually, I love quiet now. Mm-hmm. I, go, I can go through whole days with no music, no TV, or just mm-hmm. maybe the birds. Mm-hmm. And um, just being able to be comfortable in that and rest in that, it's been such a gift, such a gift. And then at the same time, I feel like the place I am and the age I am, I am experiencing the banquet table mm. and just the fulfillment and the rewards of that. And so I, I think I would rest in both of those places right now. Gosh, how beautiful. What is what is the stillness? What is that? What is he inviting you into when you're in those moments of quiet and still? I think most of all, he's inviting me to listen. That's a tough thing. You know, most of the world doesn't want to listen. Uh-uh, uh-uh. They want to talk a lot. Mm-hmm. But really, I think listening is one of the most difficult things in life to learn. Yeah. Because we're always wanting to impose our thoughts or opinions mm-hmm. or whatever. Mm-hmm. And But I've learned, and it's been later in life, that really, mm-hmm. I think that's what people are wanting so desperately is someone just to listen. Oh, 
And so to be able to find that place in life that I can just sit with someone and listen and maybe mm-hmm. offer very little. Yes. It's just what they need. Oh, Absolutely. I agree. It's such a gift. Mm -hmm. I was talking with a spiritual director in one of our other episodes just about how listening can be so healing. Mm -hmm. Um, So I love that. I love that's your heartbeat as well. Um, You're one of your best selling pieces is your be still and know. That's right. Can you share with us about what inspired you to create that? Um, And did that come out of a specific season of stillness for you? I don't know that I was in the place of stillness that I am now, but I do remember it was inspired by remembering the first time I ever saw a hummingbird light on a limb. I just mm-hmm. think of them as perpetual motion. Right. And which to me is us, it's human beings, just perpetual motion. And when mm-hmm. I saw it still, it startled me. I and mean, you almost didn't know what to do with it. Going, right. Huh? And then it, I just related that to us going, I think we don't know what to do with it yes. when it happens. Mm-hmm. And so our quick response is just to get right back in motion. Yeah. And so that's where those came from. But I had no idea how that was going to resonate with people. And it was, those few simple words would speak so profoundly to people. It's been astonishing, really. Oh, my gosh. And it just speaks to me of where people are right Yes, now. yes, mm-hmm. their hunger for yes. being still. Mm-hmm. When people talk with you about what does that even look like to enter into stillness, what 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 life experience do you share with them? Well, um, I remember my first real experiences with it. I did uh, two silent retreats by myself. And wow. the first one, I went to the Abbey of Gethsemane in Kentucky mm. and did. And I have to say, it, it was hard to admit, but the first day was horrible. (laughs) Tell us all the honest things. (laughs) I mean, I've never detoxed from drugs, but it has to be somewhat like that. Truly. And I was so discouraged at the end of the day Mm. thinking, I may not make it. Yeah. And I had so wanted to do this and I did it on, with my family's blessings over a Father's Day weekend. (gasps) And there was great joy in that ultimately. But I thought, I'm not going to make it to Father's Day. This was Friday. <laughs> that was still two days away. <laughs> and I just remember just being desperate, just going out on the land and just mm-hmm. going, man, I am totally lost right now. Yeah. And then just being brought to this place of peace that ended up incredible, Gosh. just incredible. But, um, man, it took going through some real mm-hmm. pain to get mm-hmm. to that place. Mm-hmm. Um, but that was my first experience. And then I, the next year I did another one at a different place. Mm. And it, it's a tough thing to do. I don't know that it's for everybody. I think mm-hmm. you have to be in the place ready to do it. Mm-hmm. Or it could make you maybe even resist it yes. more. Yes. That quietness. I agree. Do you do you wonder if some of that resistance is is is, is spiritual at any point? It could be. Um and then Part of it, I think, is just simply, I think we are somewhat addicted to mm-hmm. noise mm-hmm. and just that kind of thing. I remember getting back in the car to come home and I turned on some music and had to turn it right back off. Mm-hmm. I wasn't ready mm-hmm. for that much mm-hmm. to come back in. But I think somewhat we are addicted to that, and it's really tough. I agree. I think you bring up such a wise point because I don't think we are aware of our need for stillness until we actually carve out intentional space for it. Exactly. Um, but like you said, it's scary 
mm-hmm. you know, like what, what were some of the things that you, you, you started noticing in you when you were quiet? Oh, anxiety. <laughs> High anxiety. Yeah. yeah. And so uncomfortable. Yes. Yeah. Just so uncomfortable. Mm. And, and I had intentionally said I was not going to speak and they don't around there unless you need something. Okay. The monks will. Um, so I took no music. All I allowed myself was a journal and Bible. Mm. And that's it. And because I thought, well, even music would just help me right now. Well, right. that would kind of defeat it. Sure. Um, the noise. But then you learn, I think at that point, it's what I love now is listening to those simple things of mm. nature. Yes. I mean, it's beautiful. Yes. And, um, but you've got to detox from the other to be able to hear Mm-hmm. Like nature. Mm-hmm. I agree. How did you experience God in the stillness? Mm. I expect, I think I experienced just hearing him. Mm. Yeah. And you feel, uh, you feel, you're able to feel his presence then. It's hard to feel the presence when I'm moving all the time. Yeah. Say more about that. Well, it's just, uh, you can't, you're, you're moving and you're not aware of, yourself so much when you're moving and going and talking mm-hmm. and doing all the time mm-hmm. but to me it's when you're still that you can feel an embrace mm-hmm. and feel a touch and just through the peace and the calmness that comes from it um but yeah that's i love that i love that experience because it is this whole um all sensory experience mm-hmm. when we're still enough to then feel his like you said like that just embrace that's mm-hmm. so beautiful. I a couple of years ago I had to have surgery and so I was on bed rest for the whole summer. Mm-hmm. Um and so I was forced to be still. And so I almost love how sometimes God says, like, I make you lie down and then I yeah. lead you for and you're like, Really, <laughs> Lord? Um, but I was really aware of all the ugly that came, that surfaced for me when mm-hmm. I was still like why am I so angry and the control and finding my identity and being a doer and the but the invitation that God was saying of like, you just get to like rest in my love. Like you don't have to do anything yeah. that I feel like that was really the beginning of the spiritual journey for me of kind of paying attention and listening to my interior. Mm. And so I, I love that sometimes That's I wonder great. if stillness is his, his first invitation to a deeper intimacy with him. Yes. And I think you hit a, a critical point there and it's giving up control. Yeah. That's a big issue. I don't have problems with that at all. <laughs> no, I don't do either. Do I'm not I mean, speaking from I, experience. No, I, I mean, I've heard, I've heard, speaking for a friend. <laughs> yes. <laughs> and I think that's that's a big part of it right yeah. there. And then how have you also then, you, you're experiencing that joy at the banquet table. Tell yeah. us about what does that look like for you? Um, probably several aspects of that. And uh, one is... You know, when you let go even so much with your family, raising your kids, you go, mm. I have to let that go. That's their journey. Mm-hmm. And well, that's a tough thing when they're going through teenage years and, and all these, these, then post high school and all that, and just go that they have to make their own choices and, mm-hmm. and be good with that. Well, it brings you to a place that you do, you are at the banquet table with them going, Mm. wow that is good Mm. to let go and and just let them have their walk with God but you're there for them at all times yes and but to let them do it and then I think in the end your kids are so grateful you let them do it yeah but you didn't leave them alone if they need you obviously then I think uh, part of my banquet table too is 
and it, it's this part of life. Um, just enjoying what's right in front of me. I, mm. I'm a homebody. I love my favorite days are when I never leave the driveway. And I may have four or five of those in a row. I've never gotten in a car. And, um, but to sit, like I have a banquet table experience right now, years ago before children, gardening was my thing. Okay. It's just my release. Mm. And I just loved it. It's mm. just as, it's, to me, it's work. It's just hand in hand with God. Yeah. Get your hands in the dirt. Yes. And so when first child came and going, okay, really can't do both well. I dug up the garden, let it go. And I said, one day I'll do it again. Mm -hmm. So I've been saying that for years. And all of a sudden this spring, I'm like, why am I waiting? Mm -hmm. I don't know if I'll have another year or whatever. Sure. And all of a sudden I dove right back into it this year, full force. And I really, every morning, every time I'm out there, I feel like I'm at the banquet table. It's just, you see the rewards of what he provides and does and only things he can create, but he lets you put your hand in it and do it with him. And yeah. um, I, every, I'm out there at five o'clock in the morning, just looking and reading and mm. praying and going, wow, I get to be a part of that. So that to me feels like a banquet table experience right there. That It's a feast. Oh, I love yeah. that. I love how you invite us to see and experience God in, in out of the organizational ways mm. you know like your gallery is a sanctuary yeah. that isn't doesn't have a church sign and you're experiencing yeah. the banquet table not at a figurative table that's inside or outside but it's in a garden i think that's so beautiful too and the ways that god is using you to mm. see things and experiencing him in new ways yeah yeah i think nature i mean that's a cathedral right there oh Forget the that's building. a cathedral right there. i yeah. mean there's no wiser words yeah that is so true mm -hmm. i told my husband i feel most beautiful when i'm down in the dirt the best like sun like no mate just yeah. like hair i mean the boys are digging and picking up you mm -hmm. know and they're throwing worms at each other yeah. but there is something so beautiful even about the posture of being on our hands and knees mm -hmm. it's almost like a form of worship it is so totally what's in your garden right now everything <gasps> i've taken the approach of, <laughs> i'm i'm an orderly person okay, okay and i like to think things all the way through okay and it can be to a fault okay in my business it can really help me sure but it can be a fault too and i go i'm gonna go buy what i like mm. and i i see a garden as a painting and so i'm putting it together as composition and all this but okay. i read books on it a lot but i'm going i'm going by nothing and it's in the front garden is called the garden of not, not overthinking it. And then that is for me, that's a big deal to me, that not is, to overthink that it. Is, that is because if we're going to talk Enneagram language, uh -oh. are you a guess? I mean, you're not supposed to, but hearing that you're orderly, are, are you a one? Oh, yeah. Okay. Okay. So um, this is like, I define is, one. This, oh no. So this one. is you like playing and yeah. like you're just truest, healthiest self. My healthy self is to be spontaneous. And when my kids see that, my youngest daughter studies Enneagram. Okay. And so it's hilarious in our family. She goes, Dad, you are in your healthy. <laughs> and Dad, so when I'm spontaneous, good. it excites them to no end. This hilarious. is huge. So the garden was like, oh, my gosh, he's just off and gone. Oh. Yeah. But then how do you feel inside being Love living it. that way? It's fun. <gasps> it's fun. Oh. New experience. Yes. <laughs> Add it to the books. Yeah. So fun. Yeah. I love that. Yeah. I love that. Um, tell us more about your painting. Like, 
where do you paint? Is it different for every every piece or every project? As physically where I paint? Mm-hmm. Or, okay, mm-hmm. it's uh, I have a studio right outside our house. Okay. And if you've been in the gallery, you've basically been in my studio. They feel just alike. Okay. And it, although my studio is not a barn, but literally you walk out of our kitchen, across the courtyard, and you're in my door. And it's just, it's one of my favorite places to be on earth. Mm-hmm. I spend more time there than anywhere. Mm-hmm. And it's just my little sanctuary, my haven. Mm-hmm. And now it's got the gardens all around it. And, you know, you know we have the wildlife that comes to the windows mm-hmm. and everything. So it's just, it's, it's my haven. And I'm affected by spaces. And that's why it's such a big deal. My surroundings, let me say environment, I guess. Okay. I'm, I'm affected by environment. And that's why the gallery was such a big deal to create a place that welcomed people. And mm-hmm. as I tell Blake and... Uh, Natalie, it's just think of it as people are coming into your living room. Yes. And, and how would how would you be then? So that's my studio. It's just mm. that um, place of comfort like no other. Mm. Yeah, it's warm. Mm. It seems warm in every sense, it like is. interior and then just like a warm environment. It is. How it, beautiful. It is. I love yeah. that. When you're working and you sense that God is gazing at you and his face is shining upon you, what is he saying to you while you create? I think part of the time I think he says, I'm pleased that you're doing what I want you to do. And then I feel sometimes he's just saying, just, I can be, I can overthink, as I said earlier, yeah. and think too far ahead. You just do what I have you to do mm-hmm. and be good. Be mm-hmm. content right there. And let me take care of the rest. And I think he says that to me a lot right now because mm-hmm. I can jump too far ahead or I can overthink things through. And he's like, just do what I've laid right before you mm-hmm. and keep walking and I've got it. Mm-hmm. Do what I've yeah. got you to do. Mm-hmm. I mean, what a beautiful yeah. invitation. Mm-hmm. I love that. I love that. What what experience of life and um, art and beauty and the way that you're you're walking your past your journey would you love to just encourage others with mm. what's a little wisdom um, you want to leave us with first of all if you feel like there's just a desire to do something just do it and put your hands on into it but don't overthink that and think i have a fault of if i try something that that better be perfect Mm -hmm. that one better be perfect okay but to put yourself in the place of it's almost trial and error but just experience it even if you throw it in the trash Mm -hmm. so if you feel the desire just to do it Mm -hmm. and um and not put any pressures on it because there can be such reward such healing and those kind of efforts and um but we don't let ourselves do that very much. I don't let myself do sure. that very much. Sure. People ask me about how many paintings do you end up chucking and going, zero. Are you kidding? Mm. Yeah. <laughs> Are you Hello? kidding? <laughs> <laughs> no, I mean, I'm going to see it through. You do. Some. You way. finish every Oh, yes. Oh, yes. I love that. Yeah, it's just that one in me. It's mm. going, I know, I'm going to stick with it if it takes me a month. Oh, wow. Till there's a way to work through it. But then the upside of that I like, I love the idea of working through something. Yeah. You don't just stop. Yes, yes. And I think I, I like that part. Mm-hmm. Uh, just because something's difficult in life, I don't need to turn and run for it. I need to work mm-hmm. through it. 
So I think like most things, there's a healthy and unhealthy side yes. to them. Yes, definitely. Mm-hmm. Well, and it would go back to you're intentionally choosing to stay in that stillness yeah. when it's uncomfortable. Yeah. And the easy thing would be like, peace out. I'm going get home. I'm going to the car. <laughs> <get> the car. <laughs> the car. Noise. <laughs> but, but the beauty that you're experiencing when you stay in that. Mm-hmm. And then do you find it's a practice that the more you usher and enter into that stillness, that the more you crave it? Oh, yes. Yeah. You know, first, it's an effort mm-hmm. and it's a discipline. Mm-hmm. But, oh, are you kidding? Mm-hmm. I'm... I can't wait to get out of bed and be out there. Oh, in your garden. In the garden by the clock. I can't wait. I love that. Yeah. I love that. Will you paint us? Will you work on a next piece for your garden? I'm just going to, I'm just going to gently, we would love that. (laughs) Um, As we close our time, um, can you share about how we can experience the gallery? Where is it? Where can we? find out more about your pieces and you and your your heart behind your story. Yeah. Well, the gallery's in Leapers Fort, Tennessee, um, just outside of Franklin, which is just outside of Nashville. <laughs> and it's in a little piece of heaven, honestly. Yes. It's the most beautiful pastoral setting, and it's a little historic village that mm-hmm. really there are a few of these left in the country yeah. that are still as pure as this one is. Mm-hmm. And it's been protected, and it truly is I've been, I've had that gallery for almost eight years Mm -hmm. and I still love pulling up to it and walking in that front door. It just, my blood pressure drops. Mm -hmm. um, So what I've wanted to create there is just a place to do that for everybody. Um, Just, I'm not, I mean, sure, I have to do business to stay in business, but I'm not that concerned. It's just Mm -hmm. like, I just want it to be a place that they leave feeling better than when they walked in mm-hmm. and just to presence God, the feel the presence of God in some way. And the beauty is, is I, I'm getting to have believers, non-believers, the whole gamut yes. in there. And it is the most awesome thing. And we get in the, I mean, believers that are curious about things and they're yes. experiencing things and he's going, I couldn't make this up. So it's a special place. And I just invite anybody to, come out one time and, mm-hmm. and then you can always online for the people that can't it's davidarms.com uh, and okay. we try to build a website that's the best online experience yes. next to being there but it, you can only do so much online completely so. it's beautiful yeah. well thanks it's it's beautiful what you offer is such a all sensory experience um and i think i hear you saying that yeah. in your in your spiritual hunger yeah. and journey as well of the more we enter in, the more we experience the richness of who yeah. he is. And I love all the senses. Oh. And I walk, that's what we created. I, we take boxes off going as every sense. Have we fulfilled that to the best of our ability? It yeah. really is. I mean, it's, it is. It's a, it's a, it's a taste of heaven. Oh, so you're sweet. Well, you're thank you sweet. for what you offer and what you invite us into and the gift and the way that you see the world. Thank you. Um, I so appreciate you. Thanks for supporting us. Oh, are you kidding me? I'm your number one fan. I'm like, everyone needs to get there. And I love to, that the, the, that beauty transcends that God speaks through beauty mm. where people are coming, whether they even know that they're experiencing God, like you said, exactly. I mean, that's, that's just some of my favorites, right? It really is. Do you it have like really a, a fun little story to end us with of like some of the things that you've heard or oh man there's some but most of them are tear jerkers really so i couldn't say fun little story but i mean we've been asked many times going have you ever considered have boxes of kleenex around the gallery uh-huh. because uh 
you know, the, I, okay, I'll, this is not a happy one, but well, it is. I'll take that back. There was a group of women in, and and they're really just taking it in. And in the back, you could hear a woman crying. You know that back oh, corner uh-huh, back there. Uh-huh, uh-huh. <laughs> I know it well. And so they all just kind of, you know, I, we left to give them their space yeah. and just let them be as they need to be. And so they kind of finish up and they leave and they say goodbye and all that. And so then shortly, one of the women came back and said, they asked me if I'd come back and tell them, tell you what I told them. And she said, she was just in tears going, this is the first place I've ever been in in my life that they understand me. And um, it's just, it's just, we get that so much. And it's just, I can't make that up and I can't plan it. And that's when I go back to the thing, I just do what he says to do, what he leads me to do and let him do the rest. I'm so thankful that you are creating a space where people feel gotten. It's a gift. So thank thank you. you. Thank you so much. You're welcome. Pleasure. Thank you. As always, thank you for taking time out of your space and your um, day to join us here at Pasture Experience Podcast. I hope that you were able to, during our time, um, just listen to yourself and experience a new nugget of how the shepherd is inviting you and meeting you. Um, And I'd love to just end our time reading Psalm 23 over you as you go about your day. May you know that he is with you regardless of what your circumstances look like. Psalms 23. The Lord is my shepherd, I shall not want. He makes me lie down in green pastures. He leads me beside still waters. He restores my soul. He leads me in paths of righteousness for his name's sake. And even though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I will fear no evil for you are with me. Your rod and your staff, they comfort me. You prepare a table before me in the presence of my enemies. You anoint my head with oil, my cup overflows. And surely goodness and mercy shall follow me all the days of my life. And I will dwell in the house of the Lord forever. Grace and space to you today.